Welcome to the Quarantine Place from the Merry Beggars at Relevant Radio. My name is Michaela Elise Fox, and I am proud to present Episode 9 of the Quarantine Plays. When the coronavirus hit the United States and we entered into lockdown, the Merry Beggars launched a contest seeking radio scripts from writers around the world in response to the theme of quarantine. The result of that contest is the Quarantine Plays. Please enjoy Episode 9 of 12, Knock Knock by Brendan Schwartz. For the full experience of this radio play, listen with headphones. America follows suit of other countries in implementing further lockdowns to reduce transmission of the virus. I don't know how much more of this I can take. ...between the precise timing of the lockdowns and the increase of cases around the country. Three two four Grove Hill Road, Woodlake, Virginia. About damn time. Hello, my name is Damien. <clears throat> Hi, I am Damien Pond. <sighs> Hello, nice to meet you. My name is Damien Pond. All right, I've got this. This is gonna be hard, but I've got this. Please just leave me in peace. What? Come on, what kind of... This better be good. Yes? How can I help you? Hi, my name is Damien Pond and I work over at Listen, the... sir, I am very busy right now and I'm not really interested in whatever you're selling. Besides, we're all supposed to be in lockdown right now. Goodbye. These door-to-door salesmen have no decency. How about we try that again? Look, I didn't just drive three hours to get a door slammed in my face. Listen, sir. I am in lockdown right now, and I don't care about... How about you get off my property before I... Suzanne Bedford! Is your name Suzanne Bedford? What did you just call me? Suzanne Bedford. Is that your name? Okay, then. Listen, I might have gotten the wrong house. I'll just leave. No. Wait. Yes? Bedford was my maiden name. How do you know that name? Well, you see... Yes? I don't know how I can put this, but... Just tell me. I came here to tell you that your mother, Margaret Bedford, is... passed away. I was her main nurse at Beachside Nursing Home in Virginia Beach. My name is Damien. Well, it's about time. I was wondering if this virus would do her in. Are you kidding me? What? You have no idea how heartless that sounded, do you? Do you have any idea how much death I have been witness to over the past couple months? And you say, well, it's about time. Do you think I care? Well, it's pretty clear that you don't. I mean... It's been pretty clear for years that you haven't cared about your mother. Every time we've sent you a letter or given you a call, you've never shown up or had the decency to respond. Look, Damien, thanks for telling me my mother is dead. Now how about you just get off my property and leave, okay? No, I'm not done here, Suzanne. (laughs) You're not done here? No, I'm not. Look, 
Your mother left you something and told me to give it to you. Is it money? You see, she was probably one of the sweetest people I had ever taken care of. She treated all of her nurses like family. She wrote us Christmas cards and birthday cards. We'd always wondered why nobody else did the same for her. You were the only person that was listed as a living family member, and you never showed up. She talked about you with such high praise. She told us all of these amazing things you had done. She told us all these incredible stories, and we had always wanted to meet you. I don't know what kind of Margaret Bedford you took care of, but the woman you're describing is the opposite of the woman that I knew. Well, you're the opposite of the woman that I was hoping to meet. Oh, I didn't live up to your expectations, did I? No, you shattered them. Look, you... I'm just a waitress. I've always been just a waitress. And now this waitress is out of work. And if good old Margaret Bedford left me any money, that would be greatly appreciated. Well, that's why I'm here, Suzanne. To give you what she left behind. It's not much, but it's all that she had. How much? I'm not sure. It's in this little chest in the back of my car. But she gave me specific instructions to read you this letter before I gave you the box. Just give me the box. No can do, Suzanne. If you want the box, I'm going to have to read you this letter. Just give it to me. Look, I've seen plenty of people get in closure the past couple weeks before they died. Everybody but Margaret. This is the last thing you have to do for your mother. Then you never have to think of her again. So please, just let me read you this letter. That was my promise to her. Then I can give you the box and be on my way. I don't have to do anything. No, you're right. You don't have to do anything. But I have to do this, and I will do whatever it takes to get you to listen. You know what? Just read the darn thing and be on with it. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Suzanne, it's been a while, hasn't it? I just want you to know that you have been on my mind all my life. Sure hasn't felt like it. You were the first person that I brought into this world, and you were the only person that I feel has shared the pain that I have experienced in this world. That pain tore us apart, didn't it? It made me somebody that I never thought that I could become. It attracted me to the wrong type of person and the wrong types of activities. I exposed you to men who abused us both and who never should have been in our lives. No, duh. I exposed you to activities that you should have never seen. I fell apart because of that pain. It made me so blind to the life that I did have and only allowed me to focus on the problems that I was creating for myself. I ignored you. I neglected you. I was selfish, and I couldn't bring myself together enough to try and be there for you. Until you were gone and it was too late. Look, man. This is the last thing you have to do for her. When you ran away, I started to feel an emptiness inside that I had never experienced before. I can't do this. Just shut up and leave. Seriously. No. I'm not leaving until I finish reading you this. I finally saw what my actions had done to not only me, but to the only person that actually mattered to me in my life. You. Shut up. Shut up. You have no idea what I have been through. You have no idea what she did to me. She doesn't deserve me to hear this. She doesn't deserve it. Listen, Suzanne, I don't know what she did to you, but I do know that she was a good woman. She was a sweet, sweet woman. If you leave me here and ignore me, you're going to regret this day for the rest of your life. I understand you're upset, 
but all you have to do is listen. Please, I beg of you. If you don't leave, I'm calling the cops. Do it! I'm staying right here. I finally saw what my actions had done to not only me, but to the only person that actually mattered to me in my life. You. But you were gone. Once you left, I tried to imagine what I could have had. I reimagined every day of my life since your father and brother passed away. I imagined how our lives could have been different. I imagined how we could have all grown together as a family. I imagined how your brother would have turned out and how your father would have grown with me. I imagined having Christmases and Thanksgivings together. I imagined all of my little grandchildren running around and laughing. I'm on the phone with the my whole right life, now. I've lived in a different world, numb to what was going on in the real one. I've tried to tell myself that everything was okay, when in actuality, it wasn't. I went through life day by day imagining something else because that was the only way that I felt I could get by. I want you to understand just how sorry I am, Suzanne. I want you to know that I regret every action that I have and haven't taken in regards to your life. I want you to know that I have always loved you and I've only been so distant because I needed to try and stay as far away from reality as I could. You mean everything to me, Suzanne. I am sorry. I am sorry. I am so, so sorry. Please forgive me. Your mother, Margaret Bedford. Why are you doing this? Look, I... Was my mother seriously so important to you that you would risk getting arrested? Everybody that I take care of is important to me. Especially when it comes to this. I've been watching my whole world crumble in front of me. Hell, I don't even know if I'm going to have a job by the end of the month. Or a life worth living. Yeah. Well, welcome to the club. Did you even listen to the letter? Did you even hear how sorry she was for what she did? Yes. I heard what she had to say. But why should I care? Why should I sit back and listen to some kind of apology from a woman who only ever brought me pain and sorrow? My whole life. My whole entire life, I had wondered why she had forgotten me. After my father and brother passed away, she was a different person. She had absolutely no strength. I mean, I've had to block out some of my memories in order for myself to simply get by. When I was old enough, I felt like I had to leave. It was the only option for me. It was a defense mechanism. Yeah, but then part of it is on you. You can't blame her for the actions that you took for yourself. Oh, yeah, Big Shot? What would you have done if the men that your mama brought back home would beat you? What would you do if all your mama said to that was, they're just getting to know you or stop telling lies? What would you have done if nothing you said mattered at all? What would you do? What would you do? Look, I'm not trying to say that anything you did was wrong. I'm sorry. All I'm trying to say is that... What? What are you trying to say? I'm sorry that you went through that. I really am. Nobody deserves that at all. Nobody. All I'm trying to say is that you have the opportunity here to see her perspective. You have the opportunity to understand what went on in her mind. No, this doesn't change what happened. But it can change how you see it. It can change your judgments and thoughts about her. As far as I've been concerned, 
She's been dead since the day my father and brother passed. I didn't want to believe that she had simply forgotten about me. So it was easier to pretend that she was just gone. I understand what you mean. Oh, yeah? How's that? My father was a terrible man. He hurt my mother and me and my siblings day in and day out. It was only when he went to jail that we escaped from his wrath. I just pretended that he had died. Like you said, it was easier that way. It's easier to just imagine that he isn't there rather than imagine that my own father would have done what he did. He's still alive? Yeah. Still in jail. Down in North Carolina. If he were to ask you to forgive him, would you do it? Well, that's where I'm at, too. Look, thank you for listening. I don't expect you to forgive her immediately, but I hope that this helps. She meant a lot to me. I'm going to set the box down here and be on my way. Thank you. No worries. Take care and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Knock Knock by Brendan Schwartz. Damien was performed by Seth Humeric, and Suzanne was performed by Sarah Simmons. Sound design was Kevin Conroy. Direction was Michaela Elise Fox. Casting and production was by Michaela Elise Fox. To listen to more of The Merry Beggars, visit themerrybeggars.com and subscribe to your favorite shows. The Merry Beggars is the entertainment division of Relevant Radio, bringing Christ to the world through the media. <laughs>